asked if she would she would take a few minutes and share what the Lord's been talking to her about, what's on her spirit. And so we're going to uh, turn the floor to her and uh, let her have her liberty. Amen. Man, uh, thank God for being here. Um, not just being here in the building, but being here, being a part of Life Church, uh, being being a part of um, the East Side, um, all of the above. I'm just thankful. Um, every time I think about us moving here, um, no regrets. Uh, we been with Life Church for a little over five years now, and um, no regrets. Uh, God has just led us here, and um, so thankful to be a part of the congregation. Um, I did tell uh, Brother Joel uh, next time, just tell me the morning of, because telling me the day before, man, last night was not a good night's sleep. Because I kept thinking of things, and I was like, I, I told him I should have just gotten up and started writing because, yeah, it was just, yeah, stuff. And I was up and up, and then it was like, okay, I got to go to sleep. I was like, look, Lord, I got I have to go to sleep. But um, just, um, I'd like to go, first off, before I start talking, talking, uh, to the third epistle of John. <clears throat> And uh, verse 2. Right. So it says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. In the Amplified, it said, Beloved, I pray that in every way you may succeed and to prosper and be in good health physically, just as I know your soul prospers spiritually. Um, a lot of you know that um, I work for Bank of America and I've worked for Bank of America for uh, 36 years, and it hasn't always been Bank of America. I started out with Continental Bank, and then it became U.S. Bank, and then it became Bank America, and then it became Bank of America, uh, which is where we are now. Um, but one thing that the company does to save itself money is it has us um, do these, uh, we have to do wellness things at the start of the year. And the incentive to do the wellness thing is to save $500 for your annual cost of medical benefits. And so you answer a bunch of medical questions and you have to go to the doctor or to, to a, a lab and get your blood pressure uh, and cholesterol checked um, and your weight and your waist circumference. Um, so, yeah, so all these things, they, you know, it's, it, and because the numbers you put in, the data that you, they, they 
ask you more questions saying, hey, do you want us to help you with this? Because you, you kind of, you know, you're not where you're supposed to be. Um, so we can help you. Um, and so it's, 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 it's to help them save money because when we're sick, they have to pay more. If, it's, if you go on short-term disability or something like that, something happens to you, you end up in the hospital, they're covering some of that cost. Um, they even charge uh, people uh, who smoke more for their medical insurance. Um, so the most recent thing that they've done is they've, they've uh, linked up with this Well app. And I've been talking about this. This is, this is my thing, all right? So they've linked up with this, this Well app. And so the Well app, um, when I first started out, I was like, okay, I wasn't going to do it. But then I got something in the mail, and it was like, you can get reward points for this. And I'm like, okay, what, what are reward points? What are they going to do? Well, you get gift cards. And I'm like, okay, all right, well, all right, I can do this. So you go on these journeys. So they're called well journeys. And you choose what journey you want to go on, um, depending on what your issues are. So... Um, my most recent journey is um, dealing with uh, high blood pressure. It's genetics. It's, it's you know, in the family, and I deal with it. Um, and so I try to do what I can do to keep it down. Um, and also, I'm on medication. But um, the journey is 21 days. And so I started a new journey today uh, dealing with allergies and like seasonal allergies and stuff. Um, so it says when, when you start a journey, it's like, okay, let's take a journey. And it talks about how long the journey is going to last. But it says, well, journeys are designed to educate, empower, and motivate. Over the next three weeks, we'll explore this topic together. Just check in here for a few minutes every day and please chat with a well guide if you have any questions. And well guides are supposed to be people, they're people who are supposed to, you know, you can chat with them and they'll help you. They even sent me like possible primary care physicians, um, answered questions I had about whether or not, like, I'm like, okay, so I have arthritis in my knees. Do I use com compression or do I use stabilizer? What they still haven't answered that one, Brother Matt. I'm, I'm waiting for that, that answer. They haven't sent it to me. But um, it, the, what they say is questions and concerns. Please chat with a well guide at any time during the journey. We're here to support you. All right, for purposes of this lesson, we're going to say that our well guides are Elder Flowers and Elder Hart. Okay, because we're not just talking about physical. We're talking spiritual as well. Um, so I was thinking about how much we receive when we come to church, the ministry and the word that we get, the instructions and everything that comes across here. And it's, it's geared to help us in our, in our spiritual wellness. Um, and sometimes people feel like when the word comes, and Elder was up, uh, might have been a month or so ago, and he was teaching, and he kept saying, it's in the Bible. 
because he knew he was, you know, he's probably getting, you know, I'm, I'm standing here and I'm, you know, trying not to look at faces because I don't want anyone to think that I'm trying to say, you need to get, you know. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking like this because I don't want anyone to feel like I'm, you know, pointing at you saying, yeah, you need to get well. But um, he, he kept saying it's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. And because people feel, sometimes people feel like if the word hits them, you're picking on them. You know, this, why are you, you know, hey, and he kept saying, it's in the Bible. And I'm like, you're right, Elder, it really is in the Bible. Um, so I'm, I'm thankful for what we get, what we receive. I'm thankful for it. It's, it's not, you can tell it's from the Lord. It's spirit-led. It's not directed at anyone. And I was telling Brother Joel about how, where we came from, it's like people will get up and start talking, and you're like, you know who they're talking about. It's like, man, man, why are you? Ooh, everybody, you know, like half the church would know who they were talking about because it was like obvious things they're saying. It's like, oh, why did they, they know? That? That's not what we get here. That's not what we get here, and I'm so thankful for that because I've, I've dealt with it for so many years. Um, but I'm, I'm so glad that we receive what the Lord wants to give us through these vessels that he ch has chosen to use. Um, so as we, as we focus on our health, in a natural sense, we get tempted. You know, we get tempted. Um, we get tempted to go back to old habits or, or even encouraged by negative influencers. Uh, these can come by the way of like television, social media, family and friends. Yeah. You don't have to do, you know, you could treat, you could splurge sometimes. You don't have to just give up all of that. You know, and you've been doing good. You're like on it. It's been a week. You've given up so many things. And you're like, yes, yes. And they're like, well, you know, you could treat yourself once a week. And then it's like, man, then you just get off and can't hardly get back on to where you're supposed to be. Um, 1 Corinthians 15, 33 says, be not deceived. Evil communication corrupts good manners. The Amplified said, do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. Now, you remember a few weeks ago, Elder was talking, he spoke briefly before Elder Hart got up, and he was talking about discerning of spirits and how we should be careful about the things we're joining ourselves to via the internet or YouTube. Uh, he said our electronic Christianity, as he called it. Um, he also encouraged us later in the week to watch the Sela Bible study uh, in which Elder Hart spoke about voices. Um, and he was talking about watching the spiritual influences that we, we let into our lives. And so the same way we take in food, whether it's bad or good, we do that spiritually as well. Um, and I go back to the old phrase that says, you are what you eat. You know, whether it's naturally or spiritually, you, you are what you eat, and you can tell people you can tell the people who are not eating healthy spiritually. You talk to them, you're like, man, I, I mean, really? You, are, are, you, 
okay, all right. You say you saved, or we know, but and there's a people. Sometimes it's people we really we respect and we think you know we're, we're expecting so much from them, but it's like okay, maybe you need to spend a little more time with Jesus because yeah, um, even when uh, Peter and John, I believe it was when 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 the lame man was healed. Um, they were saying the notable miracle had taken place and they perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men. They marveled and took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. Now they noticed that they had been with Jesus. Now they may have said they were unlearned and ignorant. The man was walking. I don't care what they said, what they called them. The man was healed. So a notable miracle had taken place but they realized that he had, they had been with Jesus because they saw the signs. And so um, the things we eat, the things we put into our, our system, uh, it, it shows. You know, and, and we feel it. We feel it. When we've taken in the wrong thing, sometimes we may watch something or we, we're like on, on there and we look up and it's two hours later and you're like, oh man, I can't believe I was scrolling through that that long. Do you know how much... My life was just, wa- two hours of my life was wasted on that. But, you know, and so we have to be careful of those things. Um, it, it, there are so many examples in the Bible of neg- negative influences being heeded with detrimental results. Um, Eve, listen to the serpent. Um, Amnon, listen to his cousin. Yeah. Um, Solomon listened to his wives and his concubines. So, I mean, we, and we all know how those ended up. And there are many, many stories, many, many more stories in the Bible about people who, you know, just did not follow good guidance. Um, but we have that. We have the good guidance. We do. We get the word. We get this. I mean, even if we decide not to read the Bible at home, I hope that's not the case. But even if we don't, when we show up here, we get such good word, such good instruction. Even Saturday morning, Brother Escobar, he was like, can I have your attention, please? I was like, okay, Brother Escobar, talk to us. You know, good word, good word. We don't get junk. We don't get junk food when we come to church. We don't get junk food when we come to church. We get good sound word. And so we need to take heed to what we, what we receive when we come and heed those instructions because they're for our good. The, the well guides are here to help us. The well guides are here to help us. And so the main question is, uh, who is your influencer? I, I downloaded a, a, a pattern or something for crochet and this lady, she's like, she's emailing me now and she's like, tell me about yourself and I'm like, I just wanted the free pattern. I don't, I don't necessarily want to be your friend. But, I mean, but she's an influencer. She has a blog. She's trying to, you know, she's like, okay, well, if I get her, she can you know, our friend. Then, you know, okay, well, you might not get me. But who's influencing you? You know, what are you, what are you feeding your spirit? You know, um, is it someone or something of the world or is it God? Is it the Holy Ghost? Are you listening to him when he tells you not to do? Sometimes the spirit speaks to us. He does. He does. And we ignore him. We do. 
Like, yeah, I know I, no. I wonder if that was the, you know it was the Lord. You know the devil ain't gonna tell you to do something right. You know? So we, we you know, it's like, who are we giving heed to? Uh, who are you trying to please? You know, is it God? Do you want him to say well done? And we do. And all, our ultimate goal is heaven. It has nothing to do with, you know, down, we're living down here so that we can make it to heaven. You know, um, Romans 6, 16. Says, know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey, his servants ye are to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. And the Amplified. Says. Do you not know that when you continually offer yourselves to someone to do his will, you are the slaves of the one whom you obey, either slaves of sin, which leads to death, or of obedience, which leads to righteousness, right standing with God? What, who do we, it's the choice we have to make, whether we want to be healthy or not. Do you want to be healthy? Do you want to be well spiritually? I mean, I, I'm not even going to go into the natural part of it and how the Pacheco's blew my mind on Sunday. Um, but um, if you're not sure about something, because uh, even when Ella Hart, if you watched the, the Voices uh, Bible study, it, he was giving the names of some people you can listen to, you know, He's like, Life Church, if you, you can listen to some of our services, or even he named some people. Um, but if you're not sure, consult the well guide. Yeah. Consult the well guide. Do, you, do I, the well guides for this, for purposes of this lesson, are Elder Flowers and Elder Hart. Okay, all right, I just wanted to repeat that again. So, <laughs> in our efforts to get fit, we go to the gym, we eat certain things or we stop eating and drink, drinking certain things to bring our bodies to a healthier state. How much more our souls? Remember, you are what you eat. Amen. 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 Appreciate Sister Pat so much. Feel so lucky that uh, the Lord felt to move, move her and Jared over here a few months ago. And uh, I promise you, we, we didn't, I didn't ask her to say anything <laughs> that she said tonight. Uh, but I think we can hear and know the voice of the Spirit, and know if if we as as brother uh, Vicente talked about last Tuesday night if we have a teachable spirit spirit that's open and willing to hear regardless of the vessel and sometimes we need i was thinking this on last Tuesday when brother uh, Vicente was here sometimes we just need a, a different vessel 
to say it, it might be the same thing, but we need someone else to say it to finally decide, okay, yep, they're not just blowing smoke. <laughs> they're not just saying this because, you know, they, they want my money or whatever. I think, brother, he even touched on that as well, uh, which is not, obviously, if, if you don't know that by now about life, church in general, um, we'll, we can sit down <laughs> and talk to you about that. It's not what we're about. Um, I just want to real quickly, I'm not going to take much time, I just want to share uh, another passage that has actually been on, on my mind, and, and I feel like it, it goes right in line with, with what Sister Pat is talking about. Um, so I'm just going to read quickly a few verses in First Timothy chapter 6, and starting with verse number 3. This is kind of a mouthful of, of uh, verses, so kind of hear with me. But it says, If any man teach otherwise and consent not to wholesome words of our Lord Jesus Christ and to the doctrine which is according to godliness, if anyone doesn't do that, he is proud knowing nothing but doting about questions and strifes of words. These are things that, that his words produce as well. Whereof cometh, th this is what they produce, cometh envy, strife, railings, evil surmisings, perverse disputings of men of corrupt minds, and destitute of the truth. That's those who teach otherwise. That's what it produces. It produces a fruit. It, it's a seed still, and it still produces something, but it doesn't produce anything that we want to be partaking of. And they're destitute of the truth, supposing that gain is godliness. I think we see that a little bit in the world today, in the church, quote-unquote, church world but watch this last statement from such withdraw thyself I don't think it gets any more plain and clear than those few verses from such withdraw yourself and then the last verse I want to read here is but godliness with contentment is great gain these, these individuals, they think that gain is godliness, but godliness with contentment is great gain. And I'm not interested in learning the newest thing out there, listening to all the voices of, of what's new on the block, of the, all those things. We've talked about it. I don't, I don't need to repeat it. I'm interested in, in what this book says, what the Spirit is speaking to the church I'm interested in the truth that has set me free and that will keep me free. It's going to continue to set people free. His truth is still the same. It doesn't change. And I was, I was looking at some, some posts earlier. Um, it's funny, my, my job now is social media, <laughs> which is kind of ironic. But um, so sometimes I'm, 
on social media. <laughs> and I saw a post which was, it might have been someone that commented on one of our things. Anyway, I, I won't give any background. But it, they were putting on this event, and it was a church, quote-unquote, again. <laughs> and they were putting on some big event with a couple people that, you know, we've probably heard of. I think one of them was, like, Carrie Job. Um, so there's a couple, like, singers. And then this other guy who apparently is a well-known speaker within that church culture. Uh, and then their, like, headline guy on the poster <laughs> Can't even say it with a straight face. The headline guy was Chance the Rapper. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not making this up. Not making it up. And uh, I don't. I personally don't listen to Chance the Rapper, so I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he's great. <laughs> but I've looked him up on Spotify before, and a lot of his stuff has that little E on it, and it's grayed out. <laughs> Won't let, let me click it which means it's explicit, for those of you who don't know. Um, and so I thought it was funny. In the comments, you know, people were like, Chance the Rapper? Like, I thought this was a church event, like, you know, and just blowing up the comments. And, of course, then you have the other people who are like, oh, I'm so excited, wish I could be there. And, and uh, so these, I think it's a little safe to say, these are people who, you know, they can say their motive is reaching people for the gospel's sake. But when you're headlining with a celebrity who's not even a Christian, he, he he's, says he's a Christian, but that's kind of all it takes anymore for people to open up their ears and open up their spirits to these voices. Oh, they, they said Jesus in one of their songs, and they have a few lyrics that sound Christian, so I'm going to listen to everything they have to say. But... I say all that to say there was this one individual, and I've thought this recently a lot as well. One individual made a comment, and they ended the comment with, is the gospel not enough anymore? <laughs> is the gospel not enough anymore that we have to headline with celebrities, that we have to go to popular churches, we have to watch the celebrity preachers. You know, celebrities anymore aren't just people in Hollywood and people in the music industry. There's, I'm not going to name any names, but there is way too many <laughs> church gatherings where their leader is a celebrity now. And it's cool for the, for the gram. <laughs> it's cool for the social aspect. Um... And they're making great gain in the natural. They got a lot of money. They got a lot of followers on Instagram and in their church. But if there's not preaching of the Lord Jesus Christ and the doctrine, which is according to godliness, then I want to withdraw myself. I want to turn away from it. I don't want to eat that junk food. <laughs> Because I'm just going to turn out as a piece of junk. <laughs> Amen. Again, I'm going to use elders' words. It's in the Bible. <laughs> just, reading, just reading the Bible here tonight. I'll, I can let you borrow it if you want to check my translation, check, check my version. 
Make sure I don't have anything copied and pasted in the pages that, that's not in yours. Amen. But we more now than ever before with the many voices that are in this world. It's, it's no wonder that the Bible says that straight is the gate. Narrow is the way. And it doesn't only mean narrow as in width, but it means straight and narrow as in difficult, as in pressing, as in hard. It's sometimes it will be challenging to maybe not feel like, I don't feel like we're cool. <laughs> feel like we could do, and we could. There's, a, there's always things we could do better. There's always things we can improve on. But I'm not willing to improve on things for the sake of, pomp and circumstance and followers and hype because the gospel is still enough the truth is still enough and we don't have to water it down we don't have to add to it we don't have to change it we don't have to hollywoodize it <laughs> celebritize it amen even jesus himself humbled himself made himself of no reputation Amen. I, and I'm, I'm st stopping with this, <laughs> but sometimes I often wonder if, if Jesus were to come here today as a man once again and walk, walk the streets of, of America especially, if he were to walk into, and not just some of these churches, but our church, would we accept him? Would we let him onto our platform or to come speak? Or would he, be, would he be eloquent enough? Would he be dressed nice enough with the cool Balenciagas? <laughs> okay, I'm stopping. <laughs> but it makes me wonder, makes me think, because of how unassuming, because of how just humble he was and, and, and expects us to be. Amen. But we also have to be bold. We can't shy away. We can't be afraid to speak. Amen. Thankful for, for the ministry tonight. Sister Pat, we thank you. Appreciate it. Um, can we just, right where you are, right where you're sitting, can we pray that the Lord would plant these things in our heart, that anything else, that especially anything that I've added that's, that's just of the flesh, <laughs> that that would be pushed out, but that the things that we heard of the Spirit tonight would be planted in us, that we would receive them. In the name of Jesus, Father, we hear what you're speaking to us. We hear the words that are in this book, the words of life, the words of the Spirit, God, the doctrine of Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus, we declare tonight that it is still enough, that your doctrine, Jesus, the gospel of Jesus Christ is still enough. Your death, your burial, your resurrection, Lord, is still truth. It's still the truth that we stand on. It's still the truth that we live by. It's still the bread of life, Jesus, that we want to be nourished by. We don't want to continue, Jesus, consuming the things of this world, consuming the things of this world that are the doctrines of, of devils, Lord, that would try to lead us away, that would try to cause us to pursue gain, to cause us to pursue a monetary value in this world. 
Lord Jesus, but we're interested in eternal value. We're interested, God, in storing up our treasures in heaven where moth and rust does not corrupt. We set our eyes upon you tonight, God. We turn our eyes upon Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. We look unto you, Jesus. We look unto you, Jesus. We look unto you, Jesus. Your word is still enough. Your gospel is still enough, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Can we, can we stand together and just declare that tonight? Come on, can we just make a declaration to the Lord, to, to him, if you believe the gospel of Jesus Christ, can we just speak that and declare it? Lord, it's still enough for me. It's still all that I need, God. It's the only nutritional thing in the spirit that I need. Your words of life, God, the bread of life, it is all that I need. I don't want to have itching ears, Lord, that are continuing to look and to listen for some new thing. But I'm interested, God, in the word. I'm interested in the truth that sets me free, that makes me free. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Father, we give ourselves, we give ourselves to the prayer and ministry of your word. We're going to give ourselves continually, Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord, 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 thank you, Lord. God, thank you that we live in a country that we can have Bibles, that we cannot be afraid of walking around with the Scripture. We cannot be afraid of sharing your word on the street corner in the grocery store. Thank you, Father, for the blood and the stripes that you took to make us free. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 Last, last thing I want to share, I, I believe it's in Acts chapter 4. It's the people are coming to the disciples and they're saying, hey, there's, there's widows and different ones that are being neglected and we need to, we need to set some things in place to, to take care of them and get them some funds from the church and things like that. And so the disciples set up deacons. They set up people to to take care of those things, and and they said that we we need to give ourselves continually to prayer and the ministry of the word. When I think of contentment in this life, I think of of a simple living, simplicity, and sometimes that does look like and godliness as well godliness is is holiness it's separation and so even as sister pat talked about it's cutting out some of those those things those those extra calories so to speak those extra carbs i i want to be content with spending time in prayer and the ministry of the word i want to give myself 
continually and not be distracted. Yes, we have to work. Yes, we have to do those things. But there's days when every other waking minute, I want to say, Lord, you know, I don't do it right all the time, but as much as I can, I want to give myself to prayer and the ministry of the word. Amen. Amen. We just thank him one more time tonight. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Lord, for being so good to us, Jesus, for allowing us to join together, to feel your presence, to receive ministry from your word, from your spirit. I thank you for these people, Jesus, that you have drawn, that you've drawn in this hour, that you've raised up as laborers, God, in this city, in these valleys. Thank you, Jesus, for calling each of us out of darkness into your marvelous light. Jesus will continue as witnesses of you, letting the light shine into these valleys. In the name of Jesus, I pray. In the name of Jesus, amen, amen. Let's continue in, again, continue in prayer over this week. Just a few few more days until united. Um, but I think that this weekend, those services are just going to be a time that causes momentum. It's not going to be just a destination, but it's going to be a, a, a moment that launches us forward even more. So continue, continue in prayer for that, for the ministers, the ministry, um, for everyone that will be there. Amen. We love you all. God bless you. Don't forget 6 a.m. Sunday morning. Stay tuned for Saturday or just be here with Brother Vance. <laughs> Have a good night. Amen. <laughs>